0: press so met press will met press so
1: and welcome to crystal myth podcast it's me mark hi and also leslie
0: <laughs> hi yeah uh, leslie is here.
1: isn't here today because we, we can't find her we, we actually don't look i've looked under my cushions leslie's looked in the garden
0: hopefully it's not the result
1: of a satanic cult it could be i heard that um someone hit Yaz with a rope on the run which will come up later and one of the things I've looked into. So that might mean that the devil's within her. But, yeah. Yasmin can fight yeah. the devil. Well, you say that, but she's not here. So perhaps the devil has carried her off to his fiery abode. We, we might be like... in
0: battle as we speak right now, though. Come on, Yasmin. Well, Tick Satan's ass.
1: Uh, I mean, I do hope that Yasmin wins the battle and she'll be back with us next week. I, I would guess she will be. But we will find out. Who knows? Wouldn't it be really cool if you had showed up in the middle of the call and had beaten Satan and then we got to interview Satan? Anything that goes wrong is Satan.
0: <laughs> Damn you, Satan.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, um, <laughs> in case that wasn't clear from all our random talk about Satan, yeah, uh, next episode we are going to be looking at the Satanic Panic, um, yeah. rather than just Satan specifically. Although, mm-hmm. should I do a little, like, Satan, who is Shoot Lurk to start off with? Do you think I should do, like, would, would you like me to do a little, who is Satan? What's he all about? What, well, the in chat? the
0: sense of the satanic panic, yeah. Satan comes in many forms.
1: That's true. One of Satan's most popular forms, as I'm sure our listeners will know, is uh, as Liz Hurley. But Satan <laughs> also comes in forms that are not specifically Liz Hurley like.
0: Also, previously, Dudley Murr.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Dudley Murr.
0: <laughs> oh, no. It, was it dudley moore or was it peter cook i think peter cook was the devil and dudley peter moore was and tried to yeah.
1: enhance, seduce dudley moore but i don't think that's actually what happens in the film Well, i suppose it depends what you mean by seduce to be fair i don't know he tries to seduce dudley moore into to being a satanist which is what we're going to be looking at so satan he's maybe maybe okay. real maybe not <laughs> did you say he's a whore
0: no i said he's hot literally yeah
1: if satan is real then satan clearly is hot i like to of a weird one as well because i want to say it's a christian concept but it's like not really is it because it's kind of a like reinterpretation of the bible there isn't really that much chat about satan in the bible it's like they're not they've taken lots of bits through the bible about characters that they basically don't like and have said as you say satan comes in many forms so they're like the serpent is Satan. The fallen angel is Satan. The tempting voice is Satan. But, yeah, I feel like you're, you're sort of original, you're original Christians. Jesus' is pals and all that.
0: Jesus they weren't
1: Pilates. really into Satan. And then some other people, some other Christians were like, yeah, Satan, well, he's real.
0: What I read, the satanic panic sort of in America started. And it did com- come over to Britain as well, but I don't really know much about it. But, um. The, the satanic panic sort of started with the end of the 60s with the sort of cults of the manson family and maybe into like serial killers like son of sam or richard ramirez who claimed that the devil made him do it and things like that so there was a lot of tension back like in those times like the hippie era was ending you know manson started his killings and there was a lot of fear in like hollywood and across america because of that and obviously like new york because of Berkowitz, who is the son of Sam, and Richard Ramirez, who I mean, controversial I mean, what is it? He's quite good looking, but <laughs> Ted Bundy is also quite a looker. Not that I'm justifying our killings because they're hot, but still
1: I mean, I agree it's, it's not okay wrong. To even if you're hot.
0: I know, but I can't help it. They are quite yeah. good looking guys. It depends who you're said, No, he's ugly as fuck. Oh my god. He's the weirdest looking guy, horrible looking but he thought that a dog was talking to him or something to tell him telling him to go out and kill people that but was... a demon dog or
1: something oh, so then that, like...
0: I <laughs> and then i think there was the whole rock and roll thing where they blamed like a lot of bands like led zeppelin and into the 80s, like Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath and all of them saying, oh, well, there's hidden lyrics. Or if you play the records backwards, then you can hear messages from Satan, like, kill yourself and all this shit. And then, oh, yeah, and back to the Manson family sort of thing, there's a link with the Hollywood episode we did because back in that time there was Anton Zandlo- Zanzor Levy who, who started the Church of the official Church of Satan. And he stole a lot of philosophies from like Nietzsche's and you know Aldous Huxley and stuff like that. Like a lot of nihilism and things. Basically, hedonism or nihilism was based what the Church of Satan was based on. They claim that they're actually atheists. They don't actually worship Satan. But obviously, if you're going to call it the Church of Satan and dress like the devil and have like cloaks and stuff and have naked women about you, people are going to assume things and uh, Jane Mansfield was involved with the Church of Satan at one point but I think she just wanted to get publicity shots and I think she maybe was interested in his philosophy but I don't think I think he fell out with her lawyer or something who was like also her lover at the time and apparently put a curse on him and said he was going to die in a car crash and look what happened she ended up dying in a car crash
1: it's like a slight um misfire of a curse
0: no, he did he was in an accident previously before she was in before she was killed in a car accident, he did actually have a bad car accident where he broke his leg or something like that really badly. Later on, it, I don't know, people just assumed because of her association with the Church of Satan that she was cursed as well, but you didn't he liked her i don't don't think he wanted to kill her
1: i think it's funny as well and i get that you're right that obviously it's a lot to do with all the issues to do with cults prior to the 80s and then the whole Haroldo rivera oh yeah he's stuff. a dick <laughs> yeah he basically had his exposés on Satan yeah. satanism that were pish but i think it's funny that again satan fictional character not again really a character in the bible like part of the reason the original like pre levay Uh, satanism formed was the idea of all these characters in the bible that are linked together to be satan what they all have in common is basically that they don't do as god tells them so it kind of goes back to the lilith stuff that we were talking about in the very very like first or second episode that people kind of saw that as a good thing because they said well if you read through the bible and you look at the actions of god god does a lot of things that are clearly evil Whereas if you look at the characters, all the characters that have kind of been lumped together under the umbrella of Satan, none of them actually do anything evil. All they ever mm-hmm. do is not do what God tells them to do. So it is kind of the idea that you shouldn't automatically bow to authority. It's not like necessarily a good thing to bow to authority. So
0: Aye. it's also act
1: as well that people mm-hmm. assume that if anyone's involved in Satanism, that they're automatically evil. Whereas, as you said, it's kind of atheistic, and it's really just the idea that you shouldn't just do something because someone tells you to do it, especially yeah. not a good thing to do.
0: The the whole point of the church, I've got the Satanic Bible, I bought it in like, Dylan's and Waterstones. Years. I actually had to order it. I went in and I said, Excuse me, have you got the Church of uh, the Satanic Bible? thinking I'd be all like rebellious. <laughs> I was a, you know I was a golf teenager, I was trying to show off in front of my pal Jordan. And then uh, the guy went, Oh no, we don't have it, but we can order it for you. And I went, Oh yes, sir, that would be great. Thanks. Can you order that for me? I'll pick it up later, my good man. So <laughs> I I got it and I also got like a book of his essays as well, M Levy, which was interesting. But I lent it to a pal and he never gave me it back. The prick. Right. Eh, eh. It is. I read it, and basically all it says is that the rules of Satanism, the key um, philosophy of Satanism, is do be selfish, do what may, gives you pleasure, do everything for yourself. Um, even in like you know in business, if you don't do whatever it takes to get to the top and be successful, then you failed as a Satanist. Things like that.
1: Yeah, I think I was kind of looking through the like Satanist precepts, and I feel like it kind of makes sense. Like it's about as you say it's like about looking after yourself yeah. but not like in a, a wicked selfish way like you're not necessarily going to do anything that's actually going to cause anyone else injury or anything like that you're just ensuring that you're like you're taking care of and you're getting the best out of life that you can um, and yeah. it's one it was not. I'm trying to see if I can find it here in my notes, but there's one about basically.
0: It's all on the website, the, the Church of Satan website. I follow them on Twitter as well, and they've repeated many times, like, because you get these mad Christians or mental people that try and have a go at them and stuff. And he's like, Look, we're not that Church of Satan. And, you know, he always, they always say to them, You're talking, bitch. This is what we believe in. Here is the FAQ. Or if someone says, Ask them a question, they just come back with, Read the FAQ. As in but you know, the frequently asked questions on the Church of Satan's website.
1: Interesting as well. Like you say, they're like, Well, we're not that Church of Satan, but actually the the apparent three different types of Satanism, like you've got the Satanist philosophy of don't just blindly follow a leader, and then you've got the Levian Satanist yeah. philosophy but then the third type doesn't actually exist. Like there are no real recorded incidences that I could find anywhere of people Actually, doing the whole like we sacrifice virgins and drink their blood in the name of Satan, like it doesn't actually seem to happen. Like you say, there was serial killers who were like severely mentally ill serial killers who said, "I'm doing this for the devil," but that's Mm -hmm. not Satanism. It's the same as when severely mentally ill serial killers say, "I'm doing this for God," but we're not like. Yeah. Well, there's different ways to worship Jesus. You can follow his teachings as a historical <laughs> figure. You can follow his teachings as a religion. Or, of course, you can go out and kill people. Like- well,
0: I mean, technically, if you do follow God's word in the Old Testament, um, God is a psychopath compared to Satan. Because there was a guy... Um, I, d- I think on Twitter somewhere or it was an atheist um, Twitter, tweet, uh, Twitter feed might have been the, the Aussie one and he compiled all the incidents in the Bible where God had murdered people like in some cases like as we know with the flood and there was mass murders he destroyed whole cities and things like that and then he went through the Bible and found how many people Satan had killed and it was one against millions with God yeah. like, I, <laughs> I mean
1: he's yeah, the worst person here. And you look at all the characters that are supposed to represent Satan; they're not. It would be difficult to argue that they're evil, whereas it's easy to argue God's evil. And even if you do the whole like, oh, but what about the New Testament thing? Like, yeah, you've got the New Testament, and it's all like God is love and all that. But then you come to the letters of Paul, who he's apparently, a psycho. Jesus, after he was dead, yeah, and as a psycho, and is all like, it's fine to have slaves. Some people are better than other people. Yeah. One, Never speak and just said all these mental things. But so I like, think oh, that actually coming from God. Like no. Speaking no bit of the Bible is going, Women no. are shit, don't let them speak. <laughs> I
0: think Paul was jealous of Jesus' like popularity. You know, you always get one of these people that secretly want to be the leader, and he couldn't say anything at the time to Jesus about how I disagree with all that shit, but I think he just wanted the glory by hanging about with Jesus. And then after Jesus was dead he then decided to put bullshit into Jesus mouth and proclaimed that it was his prophecy when it w- he's like the Donald Trump um basically of the <laughs> the apostles <laughs> because he when he got when he got some um, people listening to him then he went to overturn everything that Jesus said that was good and turned it into his own shitty agenda and put it in yeah. the bible you know and ruined everything for everyone
1: actually you know? If you follow St. Paul, that's what makes you evil, <laughs> following Satan's fight. Like, St. <laughs> Paul's the that I was looking for that I thought was quite good. It's um, like the, the God of Christianity tells you to honour thy mother and father, but Satan represents kindness only to those who deserve it instead of wasting love on ingrates. So basically, like, if your mum and dad are sound, then you should respect them because they respect you. If they're beasts, then fuck them, which, you know. I think that's quite good advice. There's a
0: Baphomet statue in Illinois, I think. Do you hear about them? They're they're not the Church of Satan. That's where I think that's the other one that people think of. That the the official Church of Satan, like Anton Levain's, who said no, we're not part of them. But they were the group that they put out, out leaflets, like they wanted to start an after school, like a Sunday, like their version of a Sunday school. Not to recruit they called it the Church of Satan, but they wanted children to think for themselves so they wanted to teach children have you know have open mind about stuff and 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 teach them other things other than fundamentalist christianity like a different point of view yeah and i like that idea and there's a lot of people who instead of swearing on the bible they swear by baphomet and things like that in the courts of law but um yeah, they added their own statue to a series of displays in the government building of the U.S. state of Illinois to mark the festive season. This Church of Satan, um, they said, under the constitution, oh, they they call them the Temple of Satan. So this is a other faction of Satan, the Satanists. It, that's what they're called, the Temple of Satan. And they installed a massive statue of Baphomet with two children looking up adoringly at him, which is in the um, the TV series and Netflix of the Sabrina yes. from the school. It's the same one, it's the same statue, except they've turned it around and made it look bad, you know. But, I mean, again, like. They're anti abortion pro. No, they're not anti abortion, sorry. They're pro abortion. They're pro free rights. They're pro freedom, the Temple of Satan members.
1: Yeah, again, it's about, like, not blindly following people just because they're in charge. Like, yeah, and I think, especially if you're an American Satanist, that clearly makes a lot of sense because the man in charge. Is an absolute batshit lunatic. So, mm. yeah, I'd much rather follow someone who can turn into Liz Harley yeah. Serpent than.
0: So, they were founded in 2012 in Salem, Massachusetts, of all places. And the Temple of Satan describes itself as a non theistic group, which is like Anton LeVay's one. He, he yeah. says they're non theistic, that aims to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people. It says it uses satanic imagery to promote the separation of church and state and to campaign for practical common sense and justice. It has 15 official chapter houses in the US, the biggest of which is based in Michigan. The temple was started by Harvard graduate Doug Mesner, known as Lucian Greaves, and an individual also known as Malcolm Jerry. He sounds mysterious.
1: Malcolm Jerry sounds like he'd be like a <laughs> that, you know, teeth in the pub that plays a guitar, like, ladies and gentlemen, you're here right, to listen to Malcolm Jerry.
0: In a speech, Mr. Greaves said the group had thousands of membership applications since the election of US President Donald Trump in 2016. Earlier... This year, I don't know what year that was published, members of a Satanic Temple placed a statue of Baphomet, a goat-like deity associated with Satan, and that's the one I mentioned earlier, outside the Arkansas Statehouse during a First Amendment rally. The group also settled a $50 million copyright lawsuit against Netflix and Warner Brothers, last month over the statue used in the tv series *The chilling, chilling adventures of sabrina yeah because they just basically plagiarized that and took it um, out of context because they're not they don't they literally worship satan but then they put that statue in and changed its meaning
1: yeah i think like the satanism and sabrina is the apparent third type of satanism that again doesn't exist which is fine because one sabrina is fictional and two michelle gomez at one point is sure. like bell and a a hundred percent would well obviously we would both worship the real lilith and i'd be fine with michelle gomez being lilith because michelle gomez is immense but again you know fictional so,
0: did you check your I, whatsapp because i sent you an image of a guy clearly fucking mental wear with a really bad mullet pointing at a pentagram that's been spray painted on a tree, which I suspect he did himself, and it says under it, a satanic, a satanist expert in quotations, explains what a pentacle looks like in the 1995 video, the law enforcement guide to satanic cults, and they um, actually did have this. This is what I found horrifying: is that in the height of the the satanic panic in the 80s and 90s, they were actually like showing these bullshit videos to police and as police training.
1: Yeah, I just bought a
0: Satanist.
1: find <laughs> an online copy of the Law Enforcement Guide to Satanic Um And I watched, I didn't watch all of it. It's like an hour and a half long, but it's an FBI training video. Yeah, what <laughs> the fuck? It's, I mean, not hilarious because people were being wrongfully imprisoned, which obviously we're both, we've both we got examples to go on and discuss. Yeah. But again, you combine like, the way that people think about this fictional Satanism with the uh, Geraldo Rivera um, like documentaries and then just like there's so many things that I noted down while watching this because it was just like absolutely insane even the very start of it the guy who introduces it is like I can't remember what his name was now I didn't note that down but he's basically like I'm so-and-so I've worked with the FBI for so many years uh, and I'm here to educate young officers about satanism because satanists believe that which is good is bad and that which is bad is good and then it just plays all this really dramatic music (laughs) i <laughs> like I'm
0: on him. Yeah, I think The Exorcist had a lot of influence over people as well. Like films like The Omen, The Exorcist. People like that was the first film where you see a girl using an Ouija board, other than just a fun stupid game, where she invokes demons, and that was also something that contributed towards the, the satanic panic as well.
1: But again, like I don't know, I get it and I don't get it. Like, I get, you know, when Paranormal Activity came out, for example, there was obviously a rise in people apparently experiencing poltergeists in their home. Yeah, but weather. even
0: Harry Potter. They all come out and started burning Harry Potter books because they said it was demonic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, you know, arguably, like, Harry Potter is as evil as Satan. So, <laughs> they're both equally bad, like, fictional characters. I mean, one of the things in the Law Enforcement Guide to Satanic Cults yeah. that are really not liked because, again, it's crazy, but found quite interesting is they don't... Because, again, there aren't any records of any actual satanic cults committing these crimes. They don't actually give any examples. Like, there's a bit in it when the guy talks for over six minutes on how young law enforcers have to understand coming into, like, the police and the FBI and so on, that it's so important that they stop Satanists. He says... (laughs) for the safety of our wives, if nothing else, because of creating and their bizarre sexual desires. But he doesn't, again, it's over six and a half minutes, he goes on about that. He doesn't talk about any actual real crimes that have been carried out by Satanists. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. talk about any convictions that have happened at that point in time. Again, we're going to go on and look at some of the convictions that did happen. He doesn't even explain what their bizarre sexual desires are. He's just... Going on about how they have them and you have to protect yourselves from them, and then being quite sexist and talking about how they have to protect their wives, but he doesn't explain
0: it's maybe part of his repressed sexuality and they're sort of you know sensationalizing it themselves because it's something secretly that they wish they could do them, you know, depraved shit that they blame on Satanism. But I mean, like,
1: you have to question as well though what do they think is depraved because if Mm. they're not getting any examples at all i'm like well what is what is depraved sex in your view i mean did you watch see the picture you just sent me did you watch the, the clip from that guy that's like an extract from no so he's I not the actual seen that. fbi officer he's
0: oh, he's a so-called expert or something Yeah,
1: it says that he was a former satanist and that he's an expert in Satanism. yeah and he um, wrote
0: apparently wrote a novel not a novel I will may as well be a novel he wrote like a book on Satanism which was just all bullshit apparently claimed that he was brought up in it and uh, abused and as a child in a satanic cult and he seen babies being sacrificed and all that but it was all a lot of shit. I mean there was no a, there's evidence.
1: They're murdering multiple babies and just nobody's noticing. Well the bit about repressed sexuality that you said that I thought was quite funny in the little interview with him. Uh, he says and this is a quote pagans interestingly enough go hand in hand with homosexuals Mm, but he literally says that to the camera and then just turns (laughs) and carries on walking like what does that mean what are you on about yeah that's
0: the thing he just wants to lump them all in with all the, the sort of hate figures that that christian those fundamental christians have like you know the lgbtq and um saying that you know, homosexuals or pedophiles and stuff like that, um, which is still going on right now. Like in Poland, apparently, they get vans going about saying that you know, gay people are pedophiles and watch out for them and stuff, which is ridiculous. It's just causing another mass hysteria. Yeah. Um, but w- w- this ties in with the satanic panic being linked to child abuse, and then they're linking that with like you know, homosexual homophobia, homophobia and stuff. It's fucked. Um, well, I, I don't. Mhm
1: again in that video clip when it's the actual um fbi guy that's talking again it takes him absolutely i think you're about 40 minutes in before he starts talking about crimes that Satanists could be guilty of i didn't even write it down because i went to start writing it down and he literally just left everything in the world off like he's like um, <laughs> he basically says which also makes no sense because the first one he starts with is murder and i'm like surely if you're an fbi agent investigating a murder you know you have to fill that in in your paperwork But he's like, it's very important now that you've joined, like, the Bureau that you understand that if you're investigating a case, you have to note down what the crime is, because the crime may well be linked to Satanism. And then goes, for example, murder, rape, paedophilia. But then he just keeps going and he's like, shoplifting, (laughs) carcass. Everything is fun. He says, every crime you could possibly think of. And then he says, experts tend to see these sort of things at crime scenes, which may be an indicator that the criminal is involved in Satanism. And then they basically just show you like, things that you would find in a house. Like for example, have like what looks like curry powder, what looks like, (laughs) like sewing pins, just things that people would have. So he's basically saying, hi people that work for the FBI, welcome to the fbi glad you've joined hope you're at a crime scene and there's any stuff there whatsoever it's more than likely that that crime regardless of what it is is a satanic crime like it's mental yeah how could the fbi take any of
0: that seriously
1: i I, I don't even have word just making weird noises but yeah exactly as you say like (laughs) like yeah how how could you possibly go in for fbi training and sit and watch that and be like
0: Yeah, just imagine like Mulder from the X-Files sitting there listening to that bullshit and Scully. For once he would be like, are you right? Or would you think he would believe it?
1: No, I feel like (laughs) nobody wants to believe this one. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm getting all my information from an article um, by Vox um, all about the history of the, the rise of the Satanic Panic. And they mentioned a 1972 publication Called Satan Cellar, which was a fabricate, fabricated memoir, ultimately discredited after 20 years. After 20 years, by the self-proclaimed, and it's a, I don't know if it's the same guy that you're talking about, but he was called Mike Warn, Warnke, Mike Wanker, what? more like.
1: The guy interviewed by the FBI in their videos called Eric Pryor.
0: All right, yeah. Eric Pryor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eric
0: has priors. <laughs> yeah (laughs) and the satan Satan cellar recounted a childhood and young adulthood warnka claimed was spent in intense satanic worship the memoir claimed that he served as a satanic high priest and was engaged amongst other things in ritualistic ritualistic sex orgies but i think i think that's just fantasy in his head that's what he wants he wishes happens and then he's trying to like you know get in on the Evangelist scene and get more, you know, get the money and stuff by, by like feeding this panic, you know, so you get mean, more likes.
1: It's insane that like law enforcement would think. Imagine going to law enforcement and being like, yeah, by the way, I was brought up in a satanic cult. They would have mass orgies and then like.
0: Yeah, sacrifice babies and stuff. Like, what evidence have you got in
1: that? And you're like, oh, are for any evidence of this. We're just gonna be like, okay. Yeah, I believe you. Reasonable
0: yeah it's like if i said to the fbi oh by the way every night there's a bunch of goblins that come in my garden and i have to ritually slaughter them or the world will end and and i suggest you go out and ritually slaughter a load of goblins as well i.e., like children (laughs) and then they're like yeah fine yeah sure
1: seems perfectly (laughs) reasonable like (laughs) i'm aware that we already know that there's been multiple points in american history where complete lunatics have been in charge for example just now but I mean (laughs) regardless of how crazy and stupid you are there's levels of stuff you can believe the the guy that presents it again like if you're listening out there you can if you google the law enforcement guide to satanic cults go into like videos on google and it's the one that's I think it's like an hour and 41 minutes long you can actually watch i mean it's not if i'm being honest it's entertaining it's not that interesting because again they don't actually tell you anything but one of the things he talks about in it is how there's basically like three levels that they you build up in when you're in satanism so Mm. level one is playing video games and doing graffiti (laughs) also known as being 13 so (laughs) being (laughs) literally
0: is satanic (laughs) Watch uh, out for plumbers. <laughs> Little Italian plumbers. Watch out.
1: They are <laughs> the Dark Lord. Uh, level a 2 is forming a spiritual connection with Satan, which I feel like is quite a big jump from playing video games, but okay. Yeah. And then Level 3, which I feel is quite a big jump again, killing people to impress Satan. He says... Um, again, when talking to like the trainees, he says something along the lines of, after he's read that list out, mm-hmm. but the religious freedom rules of America, anyone is allowed to express whatever religious or philosophical opinion they want to hold. This means if people are identified as Satanists, they are allowed to do that. And then like shouts at the camera, again with creepy music in the background. <laughs> but, but America is a land of freedom but how far can freedom go? like, <laughs> like, actual lunacy. Could oh we look at a few of the like, examples that we've looked at of people who were persecuted what? or prosecuted well, for I, I, when they might not even have been?
0: Yeah, I've got one here, right, um, which isn't a... Pe- it's just another mad example of the mad shit that people believe, which isn't true. So, again, on this box... Um, article it says fundamentalist preachers like jerry falwell and his moral majority founded in 1979 gained prominence across the country passing along a literal fire and brimstone style of christianity anti-occult crusaders like pat pooling these people have like stupid names like from toast of london (laughs) 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 who believed her son committed suicide because of an evil and get this dungeons and dragons curse Crusaded against role-playing games as dangerous and demonic backed by a cult fear-mongering from Chick and his Chick tracks. I don't know what the fuck that is. But people who play Dungeons & Dragons are just little nerdy virgins.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> not the ones We're mad sex orgies. like.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe he committed suicide because his mum was a fucking mental <laughs> and wouldn't let him play Dungeons & Dragons.
1: She doesn't sound the most balanced person in the world, like, yeah.
0: And then you mentioned Geraldo Rivera, because he had a documentary, which they described in this article as lurid, um, called Devil Worship Exposing Satan's Underground, and it became the highest rated televised documentary to air up until that point. Uh, A 1991-2020 episode famously, and for many views, terrifyingly televised an official Roman Catholic exorcism. And then there was evangelical documentaries like Hills Bells, which attempted to tie rock music to the occult, while well, Christian fantasy like that of best-selling author Frank, Frank Peretti transformed real-world social issues into matters of angelic and demonic warfare. These people are all just living out their weird fantasies, I think. But have you, have you did you watch that Geraldo Rivera documentary since you were doing a wee bit of that kind of research? I haven't watched it. I remember seeing clips of it.
1: No, but I mean, for, I've seen clips of it before, I but I don't watch it? either. I, I think partially because, yeah, when I remembered seeing clips of it, it was so clearly pitched that mm-hmm. I don't understand how it could be the case that anyone ever, again, ever believed it was true. It's it, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like, I think that came out in, did, did you have a month that it came out in? Was it like, uh, I think it was in 1991, but I didn't write the month down. Probably, and then probably. after that came out, later in 1991 so there was like two cases i was saying to you before we started recording that i looked at in the most detail one of them was uh, the case of the sterling home daycare and mm-hmm. martin called linda sterling who lived in martinsville and ran this daycare center um, and after the Geraldo rivera documentary came out um later in 1991 one of the mums who used linda's daycare at night when she'd come home from work she was a nurse she was leaving the hospital she picked her daughter up took her home and she was changing her nappy and when she was changing her nappy her daughter had diarrhea which mm-hmm. Linda said that she'd had during the day as well when she was at the daycare and the wee girl had like nappy rash which obviously you would get like yeah. kids get from wearing nappies and you would definitely get if you have been having diarrhea all day and the little girl again was only two and her mum said to her where did you get that rash from and she said that she got it from and also the quote here that the mum gave i'm like your two-year-old did not say this apparently she said i got (laughs) it from a stranger a stranger who lives in the the sterling daycare center
0: right very specific for a (laughs) two-year-old
1: he is a man and he poked my bum with a (laughs) rope
0: (laughs) i shouldn't laugh but it's funny
1: Right, your your two-year-old daughter did not say that, so yeah, the mum was really- like inconsolable again. Is insane because it's like, well, I don't understand why you're crying because your two-year-old didn't say that to you. So when the dad came home, he asked the mum what was wrong. She explained. So he said that she must have been molested. He took her to the family's GP. The GP did a full examination of her and said that there was. No signs whatsoever that she'd been molested in any way. There's no signs whatsoever that she'd been injured, and that the rash was 100% beyond any shadow of a rash. So, guess what the dad did when he got home?
0: I don't know. Called a lawyer.
1: Uh, No, called the police.
0: Oh, for fuck's (laughs) sake. What, on the GP?
1: (laughs) No, no. He called the police and said that he'd had to take his daughter to the GP, the two year old daughter to the GP, because she had been sexually assaulted. By Linda, so the woman who ran the daycare centre's son Travis, and the police went and arrested this woman's son. You can't just go and arrest someone without any evidence. No. So he was arrested. He was put on trial. Mm-hmm. And then while he was in jail, one of the officers investigating it contacted the families of every single child who was attending the daycare centre and asked. Has your child been molested? Because <laughs> one of the other children at the daycare centre has been molested by this woman, Linda's son.
0: That's like so, when you go to the airport and they say, are you a terrorist? And you go, no. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Even
1: though... It's like if you go to the airport and they're like, are you Do a that woman behind you could be a terrorist? Her name's Angie and three other people of the you might be a terrorist. You'd be like, um... <laughs> I mean, I guess, maybe. So, (laughs) they said to the parents, oh, do you think it's possible that your child could have been molested too? Imagine the police phoning you and saying, hello, a child has been molested that goes to preschool Mm -hmm. with your child. Do you think there's any possibility your child could have been? Obviously, all the parents were freaked out and lots of them said, oh, yeah, there's a possibility. So, the police interviewed the children, right? Didn't have medical examinations. They interviewed the children. The first round of interviews... All of the children said that nothing bad had ever happened to them at the daycare. They then conducted a second round of interviews where the kids said that nothing had happened. Then they conducted a third round of interviews. When they conducted the third round of interviews, some of the children said that they'd been forced to carry out sex acts at gunpoint. They then started asking, following children they interviewed, have you ever been uh, forced to carry out sex acts at gunpoint? And they said yes. When they asked them who by, some of them said that Linda's son. Some of them said the lady that runs the place, so Linda. Some of them said Linda's husband, Ron. So they then went and arrested Linda and Ron as well and put them in jail. And they carried on interviewing the kids. And other children, like, added in more details. So by the end, the police, the accusation that the police put against Linda, Ron, their son, and several other adults that they knew was that they had forced multiple children to carry out sex acts while holding a gun to their head and had taken them to the Blue Devil Church, which is not like <laughs> a, a really cool, blue like, Devil. bar. It's literally, they said that they had, they had a secret church somewhere that was identifiable because it was a bright colour of blue and that they worshipped Satan there. When they took the children there, they injected them with drugs. They sexually abused them. They then force the children to watch as Linda, her husband and her friends tore people apart limb from limb.
0: This is getting more and more ridiculous. It's yep. obviously like just stories that children are just making up, maybe from horror films or something, or they have been coerced by the the police to say this shit.
1: After the police are saying to them, ha, so the police are basically saying, has this horrific thing ever happened to you? And then the kids are saying, yeah, getting upset. And then they're saying, has anything else happened to you? And as you say, they're obviously saying things from horror films or something else they've seen and the police are then going to the next child and saying this and sorry that wasn't even the full list so people being torn apart around from them and um they said that the children were also forced to watch as linda and her husband gouged out other people's eyes and then <laughs> made the children bring the blood that came out
0: yeah and you'd think that someone would find actual physical evidence of this happening or, or there's all these missing people supposedly getting ripped to shreds by ron and linda who sounds yes, like right. suburban like just a suburban married <laughs> couple? Do you know what I mean? Ron and Linda, let's come over to their place for some casserole <laughs> or oh, some ritualistic sexual satanic murder.
1: <laughs> and then As we'll an afterthought. As an Annoying neighbours. Like, yeah. What the actual hell?
0: Dinner party with Ron and Linda. Oh, the, the devil worship documentary was aired in 1988.
1: So it was a good few years after that then, because this one. This is what the later cases, so it was 1991.
0: So, fuck you. Rivera, you started up. Yeah.
1: Like, Sterling Home Daycare, yeah, that was, I 1991. So, it went on for so long, though. It's, Mm -hmm. I mean, as you say, surely they need evidence. Where are the missing people? Where are the, like dismembered bodies why do the children not have like blood-borne diseases if they're all drinking blood out of the victim's eyes why is there no evidence that any of the children have ever been molested why would you assume because your daughter has diarrhea and says something about a rope that she it's just mental like absolutely lunacy.
0: well another thing that sort of fueled this was um again like a book that someone wrote called Michelle Remembers which was presented during the 80s and early 90s as a textbook for legal professionals and other authorities. It also spawned numerous copycat memoirs like 1988 Satan's Underground, all equally false, which embellished and mainstreamed the idea of a massive intergenerational, cladestine, satanic ritual one that could be occurring in your very own neighborhood so they said the devil worshipers could be anywhere right Your peter berbergal told io9 and summing up the zeitgeist they could be your next door neighbor they could be your child's caregiver see there they go they're sparking that um mm-hmm. fire and that's where they like poor rob and linda you know they're you know oh, they, they look like ordinary people but actually you know they're satanists satanists aren't just all like people with horns and wearing black they could be your neighbour, they could be, you know, the nice lady that lives down the road. It's just, it's like so, witch hunting in Salem, you know, back then. It was all like, oh, I don't like her, I'm just going to accuse her of being a satanist or a witch. Let's fucking burn her, because she's a fucking cunt.
1: Is, <laughs> she's not that, done anything to you. Like, ties into what I was just about to say? Because it is, it's exactly like the witch hunting, because these, like, it's not even these people haven't done it and they're being wrongfully accused. Literally no one has done it. Like, yeah. there is no there are no records of this ever having happened and yet all these people are being arrested and going to jail as you say they're making up legal textbooks they're making up fbi training videos mm-hmm. like how much money must the american government and american businesses yeah. spend on trying to combat this like yeah. weird murder sex orgy form of state and
0: this michelle remembers thing is directly responsible pretty much for it helped spark the rash of wild dramatic unfounded accusations of satanic ritual abuse that were attached as you just told us there to a string of daycare centres throughout the 1980s And they believed that daycare owners across the the country were visiting darkest occult acts of child abuse upon children. There was the most prominent part of a broader daycare sex abuse mass panic. I mean, I never thought I'd ever say that. Which was itself part of the 1980s much broader wave of fear. And it would ravage communities and ruin multiple lives. Which we can now go into in detail about. Like all the people. um, Apparently it it sent at least 26 people to jail between 1984 and 1986 um, into convictions connected to all these sort of accusations about daycare people. Um, It it reminds me of the whole Pizzagate thing, like in modern times these days, where I don't know who it was that started it. Maybe the far right um, were claiming that Hillary Clinton, the Clintons and that were involved in a mass paedophile ring that was started from this pizza restaurant or something and that's why they called it pizzagate
1: i mean so many people still believe that as well which is insane that
0: and then there was the wayfair thing you know there's a company called wayfair that sell furniture <laughs> have you seen that yeah. they were saying that uh, they were posting adverts on wayfair for uh with names of missing children. Like so the furniture were called the names of missing children and the price was something like ridiculous, like twenty-five thousand dollars for a chair called Mala or something. And that was code for I have this missing child, you can buy her for this amount.
1: Again, I can't believe how many people believe that and how people were sharing people on Facebook, people don't shop here. They're like involved in child sex slavery and child yeah. like sex trafficking. It's like there's absolutely no evidence of that whatsoever. People are just lunatics.
0: Yeah, and that's really dangerous because people can just make that up. Um, anyone can Photoshop that or make that look real and then post it online, and then you get all these idiots that will share it. And you know what we di- we discussed there in our earlier podcasts about oh, <laughs> I just sorry my boyfriend just came in the room there and gave me such a <laughs>
1: that was not what I was trying to say I couldn't even hazard a guess at what that noise indicated what? I think jazz and skating had arrived
0: <laughs> what was I saying um yeah so they you were saying earlier about how it's so easy to just push it and say oh do you do you know that this happened or do you know that she's a satanist and you just go along with it without any real evidence to the fact you know that's what well, happened here in the 80s the other... but this actually ruined people's lives
1: because... well yeah the other uh, case that i looked at which to be fair i imagine quite a lot of people listening well have heard of before it's the mcmartin um preschool oh it's... i'm
0: just looking at that the mcmartin trial yeah,
1: yeah it's one of the famous ones okay. um, but it really like ties in with what you're saying and how if someone doesn't like someone, they can totally ruin their lives, or at that point in time, could just by saying this. Because <laughs> uh, the woman who kind of started the whole issue with the Martin Pre-School was a woman called Judy Johnson.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So she had a history of mental health issues, alcoholism, um, not that that necessarily makes you a bad person. I mean.
0: There was also an unlicensed um, psychotherapist called Key McFarlane. Yep. Who- she 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 had no psychological or medical training and boasted a welding certificate as her highest academic credential welding certificate and she and two other unqualified assistants were allowed to conduct investigations famously using anatomically correct dolls and other questionable methods of interrogation and it led to false memories uh, among children
1: her and her assistants who as you say weren't qualified interviewed over 400 yeah involved in the McMartin preschool case and what they found was used as evidence against people in court, even though, as you say, they had no qualifications. Their interviews and were And it determined out
0: of those 400 that 359 of them had been abused.
1: Well, an example, like you say, of their insane uh, practices as well, is that in yeah. one of the interviews, Key McFarlane, and this is, like, typical of what was going on in them, they were all recorded, but one of them that's quite famous, again, in showing how it was unfair what they'd done, she says to a little boy, Ray Bucky, who was one of the teachers who was wrongfully imprisoned, who worked at the McMartin preschool, she says, "Mister Buck, did Mister Bucky molest you?" And he says, "No." And she says, "Well, your friend said that Mister Bucky molested them. Did he molest you too? Did he touch you?" And the child says, "No." And then she shouts, "Are you stupid? Did he touch you?" And then the little kid gets upset and says, "Yes." And they're trying. They used that as evidence in court but yeah, it's like they probably got up because she screamed in his face are you yeah stupid?
0: apparently the out, one of the outlandish claims that the children made in the case were that daycare owners would flush them down toilets i mean that's just a typical thing that kids say i mean before we went to high school there was a typical oh in first year the second years or the third years of will flush your head down the toilet as a sort of initiation ritual i mean <laughs> And that they had secret underground tunnels to transport them to ritual ceremonies, that they had ritually sacrificed the baby and that they could turn into witches and fly. I mean, if I heard that in the court of law, I would laugh it out.
1: I get, <laughs> one of the other things that the kids said when they said <laughs> to the mom, what happened when you were flushed down the toilet? Which, as you say, right, flushed down the toilet is such <laughs> a childlike like thing to say. Again, this is after she screamed at them and made them cry. So how much is this just an obvious thing that a, an upset kid would say, if you were telling them to tell you something bad other people had done. So again, after this Judy Johnson woman, oh, she the
0: schizophrenic person.
1: She what it turned out in the end she was. They oh. didn't know she was until afterwards. But right. after she would reported the preschool for being involved in satanism, they, I mean, many of the teachers were arrested. But this Mister Bucky and one of the other teachers at the school ended up spending six years in jail Jesus after they caught us. And again, how child, like clearly childish, is this. She shouted at a child to tell her what Mister Bucky and the other teacher had done to her, and this little girl said, after they flushed us down the toilet, they made us kill horses and then drank the horses' blood. And then she dies. <laughs> Clearly, again, that's just a kid. A woman screaming at a kid, telling me something horrible. So a kid saying something that's the most horrible thing a kid can think of, and that's like these two people were sent to jail for six years. There was other members of the teaching staff at the school. That remained in prison after the statement that you were talking about—the one about um, being flushed down the toilet to underground tunnel, where they flew in the air like witches. So <laughs> on that accusation, were put in jail in the eighties, and they weren't released until twenty thirteen. Yeah,
0: I mean a lot of, the, I mean with that child that we're talking about, a lot of the DK owners where the the tri- the accusations were dropped due to insufficient evidence. But other people, like you said, weren't so lucky. So this is the one I was wanna, I was going to talk to you about, which I will do now, is Frank and Eliana F- Fuster. Now, I think this speaks a lot about, even today, about a lot of um, fear of foreigners and and racism and xenophobia, which still is a problem in America, even in Britain today. So in 1984, a Cuban immigrant, and this is like, again, against immigrants as well, because you think about it, like a lot of people are trying to, like there's a lot of stories at the moment about the coast of Kent getting invaded by immigrants from Syria and stuff. And tragically, one of them died, trying to get here recently. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll carry on. It was a Cuban immigrant called Frank Fuster and his undocumented wife, Ileana. They were accused of molesting eight children with 20 children making claims and all in the Miami babysitting service they ran. Janet Reno prosecuted the case, which went to trial despite having the same hallmarks as each of the other cases, a lack of physical evidence and a ballooning number of children, making substantiated and embellished claims of dark satanic rights after coercive interview sessions. Eliana was encouraged to testify against her husband after being placed in solitary confinement for weeks and being visited by therapists, probably at that bitch whatever her name was she <laughs> used more really? coercive yeah more dead, coercive. Your husband look at my welding certificate <laughs> that qualifies me so eventually um she oh no they, they used more coercive questioning and dubious memory recovery to get her to change her statements eventually she pleaded guilty now i don't understand i can't put myself in these people's shoes but a lot of these false confessions, I, they, they tend to say, look, I was there all night. I, I was just sick of it. So I just told them what they wanted to hear, just so it would be over with. But obviously, the minute you do that, then that's you fucked. Because like, yeah. that's what happened to Brandon Dassey in the, what is it, Mind of a, Making a Murderer case or something. Um, then
1: you'll be not then like, they'll be stopping you sleeping. They won't be letting you eat. And then if you think, again, well, like, like about, sorry, I said they'll be like stopping you from sleeping they'll be stopping you from eating yeah feel like mad and then if you think how horrifically they were treating these kids and that's mm. like tiny children to get them to admit that they'd been witnesses to satanic ev- like if they're willing to take a two-year-old in a room on their own and yeah. scream in their face, are yeah. you stupid tell me who molested you until they cry mm. and confess that this happened to them think how badly they must have been treating adults involved in the case.
0: Yeah, I know. Because she said that she eventually just pleaded guilty because she just wanted to get all of it over. And Eliana was then subsequently sentenced to 10 years in prison. She served free and then was deported. Frank, her poor husband, who she had to testify against because she was coerced into it, he was sentenced to six consecutive life terms or a minimum huh. of 165 years in prison. A fictionalised biopic about the case was made in 1990, Unspeakable Acts, paints the two child therapists in the case as noble heroes. Poor Frank Fuster is still serving out his prison term today. And he did <laughs> nothing. <laughs> all, he, all he was, all his crime was was being Polish. I reckon. Like,
1: Polish yeah, how can he still be in prison today when we basically established that he didn't commit a crime? Like, how can yeah, insane I don't, I don't understand
0: it was like when i read that i was just like that's absolutely fucking horrifying why is no one doing anything about that to get him out i mean and there's other examples of, of miscarriages of justices um again in 1984 three members of the Amaral family of Malden, massachusetts were convicted of molesting yet another pattern of intense and coercive questioning blah 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 to get totally substantiated obstanti- test me from resistant children including claims that children were raped by someone dressed as a clown, so there's a clown thing. Um, Despite sustained criticism of the interrogation techniques in the case, all three defendants were convicted. Gerald Aramol was never exonerated and served 20 years of a 40-year sentence before being released on parole in 2004. His mother, Violet, died of cancer in 1997 in the middle of a stormy back and forth in the court system over whether her conviction should be overturned. And her daughter, Cheryl, was sentenced to 20 years and eventually settled for a release on 10 years probation in 1999, all on baseless accusations. It's absolutely mental. Like, how would gen- you feel if that happened to you? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> As a teacher, does that not scary
1: Like, imagine being on a jury and them genuinely being like, yeah, is- you've seen all the evidence. We know from this child that was screamed at in their face by a welder until they cried that this man probably molested this child even though there's literally zero evidence to indicate that. You also know the fact that that this little girl was flushed down a toilet and closed the dead <laughs> horse blood horse We have to put these people in prison for at least eighty years. Like, what yeah. the actual? Yeah. It's, it's like
0: that scene in uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail where they're like, burn the witch and all that, and then uh, what is it? <laughs> John Cleese's character goes, oh, she turned, she turned my wife into a newt, and they're like, well, she's right there. Oh no, she turned <laughs> me into a newt, and they're like, what? No, I didn't. He's like, I got better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the evidence based on that bullshit. Like, I okay. These two people turned in, in, turned me into a newt, but I'm better now, so, you know, definitely am, though. <laughs> definitely happened.
1: <laughs> like, you have sex with goats. <laughs> Even the fact, again, that it's not None if, of them have been accused by kids of molesting them. I like think that. that's what's crazy as well. It's like like again, imagine being in court and being like, We know that the that, that this person's on trial because God. they're because this man really I can't, like I d I don't even understand like not, I don't even not, don't
0: understand how a judge would allow d- these cases to come to court. Like no. I I just don't get how a judge would even take that seriously and allow a jury to decide the fate of some poor man's or woman's life based on absolute fantasies from children. (laughs) It just doesn't make any sense to me. Were you talking about Dan and Fran Keller who were released in 2013 after they served 21 years in prison? No. Oh, right. Well, in El Paso in 1991, a three-year-old girl's statement that a local preschool owner had, quote... Pooped and peed on her head. <laughs> 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 God,
1: Again, such a childlike thing. He pooped and I peed on my TV head. Because
0: no, he, he pooped and peed on my head, yeah blew up into a major accusation of satanic ritual abuse involving two other children in 1992 the defendants dan and fran keller were sentenced to 48 years in prison just on that Mm -hmm. (laughs) just as in the laughing
1: but that is horrific it's just so we laugh like what like you say how do not throw that out
0: Well, because just in uh, each of the previous cases, coercive interrogation techniques led to utterly bizarre and outlandish claims of ritual sex acts and other hard-to-prove, harder-to-believe fairy tales. This round involved human dismemberment, blood baptisms and blood Kool-Aid and private airplane trips to Mexico. Uh, The Kellers were finally released in 2013 after each had served 21 years in prison. Oh my God.
1: If I fucked up, you would be be, (laughs) generally but. Like Again, I don't have words. Imagine being released from prison. Like, <laughs> like a, a prison like, you know, reintroducing you back into society type scheme. Mm. Uh, the people that are organizing for you are like, what was your crime? And you're like, well, I was sent to jail for like forty years. Because, because
0: a child said I pooped on her head.
1: I, I, I pooped
0: on her head. <laughs> <laughs> And it, and it escalated into, like, kool blood kool And then there's, I don't know if you've heard of these, the West Memphis Free. Apparently it's the most notorious criminal trial that stemmed from the belief that ritualistic occult child abuse was a perverse of reality. In 1993, three teenagers in West Memphis, Arkansas, ca- I guess it's the same states that this is happening in, yeah. were accused and later convicted really? of the horrific sexual assault and murders of three young boys. Amid an intense police investigation, the teens were accused based on extremely weak evidence, including a lack of any physical evidence linking them to the crime and hearsay due to their golf lifestyles and unfounded accusations. So that's like, you know... When I was cutting about school, listening to Marilyn Manson and dressing like a goth, people just assumed that I was a voodoo. I'd kill people by voodoo dolls. Same shit. You I'm know. A, <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm getting, getting sentenced to 43 years in prison. Like,
1: several people have said that Leslie does yeah. use voodoo dolls and somebody's yep. three-year-old niece went sh- shook violently while, while someone screamed in her face. What did Leslie do to you? Has said that Leslie did kill then pee on her pony. <laughs> 50
0: people. Like,
1: yeah, i life. actually blown by how completely deranged it is that any of this happened.
0: So it says here the most famous member of the Free, Damien Eccles, rapidly gained celebrity status and public support due to his intelligence and the way he embodied the archetype of a shrewd outcast persecuted by rigid small town moralists for not fitting in, which I mean, that sounds like me when I was younger, like, you know, for being an outsider picked on. A famous HBO documentary trilogy about the case Paradise Lost made justice for the West Memphis Free International cause. The three men were ultimately freed in 2011 after new DNA evidence showed them to have had no connection with the killings they entered altford pleas which commuted their sentences to time served 18 years in prison i find that fucked up as well that even though they found evidence that it definitely wasn't them they still weren't pardoned or you know full pardon or anything like that so they've still got like a blemish against their name
1: they did there was literally no evidence that even vaguely indicated that they might have been involved in it like as you say they were just goths that was it yeah that's the full reason why they would have been guilty it's absolutely ridiculous
0: and then it leads to that that video that the police law enforcement guide to satanic cults which was done in 1994 as a police training video (laughs) with that guy that looks totally nuts with his mullet and stuff and it's like, is that the one you watched and it, it, yeah, that's what I watched. it's about Satanists or something? It says look back and it's tempting to look back at the video and laugh knowing that real people like the West Memphis Free were persecuted due to these brave and stereotypes about devil worship. That makes the video far less funny especially since there's plenty of evidence that stereotypes are far from a thing of the past which they're kind of not really. I mean when you think about right, for people maybe outside of Scotland that don't know about that, the murder of Jodie Jones when Luke Mitchell, her boyfriend, who was like 14 at the time, found her body when she went missing, and because he was, you know, a bit alternative and he he just lived with his mom or something, people found him to be a bit of an outsider as well. Again, he listened to like Marilyn Manson and stuff like that, which his girlfriend liked as well. Jodie that yeah, they all was, that he killed her and oh, he was put yeah. in jail. Yeah, and the, the media absolutely. Slaughtered him, like destroyed, and this was before his trial. Totally fucked this poor boy up by printing like things sensationalist headlines about him and his mum that they were somehow like in love with each other and stuff like that because he slept on her bed because he was upset his girlfriend was dead, and uh, that he wasn't emotional. But at the time he says, "Well, I couldn't be emotional because then they would say I was having crocodile tears." But then I was also on medication to help me sleep, so that basically numbed my emotions as well but then if i if i wasn't emotional then they're saying i'm a cold killer so what could you do it was like trial by media for this poor kid yeah. and he's still in jail i don't believe he killed her there wasn't enough evidence to convict him he was purely convicted based on people's prejudices i genuinely believe that there wasn't one bit of dna evidence that linked him to jody Mitchell.
1: no you're right the evidence was basically he the, was a god <clears> there is thumb. evidence
0: that um, her sister's boyfriend might have killed her because they found his jumper and DNA from him on Jodie's body so why did they not link that to her yeah. Look, so it's still happening today and again in this, talk, in this um, article they also talk about Adrian Knox, the Meredith Kercher murder and there was a circus around That Amanda Knox who was her roommate and she got convicted and they said it was some sort of ritual a cult ritual that was the reason why they killed Meredith Meredith in some sort of satanic sex game but there wasn't really any evidence for that she was convicted and she was freed reconvicted and ultimately exonerated by the italian supreme court in 2015 but again similarly to the luke mitchell the media just sensationalized it as well because she was quite a good looking woman as well so you know what the sun are like
1: yeah um unfortunately I do know what the sun are like yeah i just as you say it's it's just weird that we're still at a point in the existence of the judicial system where you can be charged for being unusual yeah. or sexy basically
0: yeah i think the end of this article i think had really quite intre- and quite a profound sentence that really made me think a lot it's quite scary it says today it's a media fueled scared Story over crazed clowns or whatever, you know, whatever the latest faZ is that we're scared over. But as Satanic Panic shows us, that's not the real fear. The real fear is that tomorrow someone could decide the crazed clown is you. What do you think of that?
1: But I think, like, that's exactly true. Like you say, it was like Mm -hmm. the witch. It is like when that whole clown on a bridge stuff started. Mind you, people were like, oh, I was out and saw a clown on the bridge and I had the knife, blah, blah, blah. blah. That was what, about like three, four years ago? Mm hmm. Well,
0: recently there was a a guy dressed in a gimp suit that was going around Blantyre, threatening people with a knife or something. (laughs) They found him. I don't even know if he was threatening people with a knife. I think he was just wandering about the streets dressed in a gimp suit, trying to scare women. (laughs) (laughs) But that was real. I don't know what his motive was. Just some pair. But then that could turn into, oh, watch out, there's loads of gimps out in the street. You know, oh, he's a gimp. It was him, you know, so
1: when you it was, like, yeah. Goody Anderson's a gimp. Look I, at
0: her. I know she he must a gimp. She's into sexy, kinky shit. She must be, look the way she dresses. She, she's into voodoo and all that, but there's no evidence of that whatsoever.
1: As you say as well, it seems to, it's quite xenophobic and then it all seems to always sort of centre around repressed sexuality as well. Like, again, that training video really focusing on well they do what they want sexually and you need to watch out that they might seduce your wife and mm-hmm. it's going to involve homosexuality they're not actually talking about any sex acts that are even interesting never mind depraved they're just literally talking about basic run-of-the-mill bland sex and it's still like but beware like as <laughs> if you dress differently act differently or from a different country or yeah are or you're from actually free enough to just enjoy sex it mm-hmm. must be evil and have to be stopped
0: yeah or if you're like a drag queen or something that doesn't conform to their little small town values which behind every door in a small town there's probably not very there's a lot of weird shit going on i suppose that i'm saying it's all satanic murders and stuff like that but anything i think you know like the mormon like the polyamorous not polyamorous what is it polygamy or something all these sister ways and there's things yeah. going on there i mean what goes on behind scientology that's sanctioned by the government they're tax-free but there's people going missing and you know the david Miscavige's wife Shelley, where she should nobody's heard of her nobody's seen her and the police say oh no everything's fine we've looked into it but where's the evidence
1: yeah you're right again like so satanists are evil even though there's no evidence that they've ever done anything wrong but Scientology, you're abducting people and making them mm-hmm. disappear and stalking people and that's not in our opinion. That's fact. Yeah. And what well, that's and fine you. because run by a bland-looking white American guy, man. But he's another bland-looking white American guy, like. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you know a powerful cult like Scientology can get away with genuine abuse, and people who were getting accused of Satanism and stuff like that, where there was no evidence whatsoever, were getting taken to court and put away for a long time. Yeah. But Scientologists can do what the fuck they like and make people's lives hell. Even if they leave the cult, they still get stalked. What's called fair game, where they send people from the cult out to harass them every day and film them and tell them their shit and drive them mental.
1: That's Which crazy. is an actual crime, but, mm-hmm. yet, but the police corrupt, do nothing about it. it. Yeah. If you don't like your local nursery owner, you can just go and say, Well, they shot on my child. And they'll be put in prison for like 40 years. Deranged.
0: She sat on my (laughs) bumhole. I'm trying to it stupid. stupid reasons. (laughs) She dressed as a clown and squirted water in my face. (laughs) It wasn't water, it was blood.
1: (laughs) It was horse blood.
0: Whatever shit would you say if you were a kid? You tell me what that woman did, Mark.
1: Or I'll put
0: you in the naughty corner.
1: You harass me and I'll literally just say the first things that pop into my head.
0: You tell me what happened, Mark. You know the truth. If you don't tell me what happened, you're not getting any dinner tonight. And you'll be here for hours on end. And you won't get any juice.
1: She, She bit off a cat's face and she spat the face on me. And then she <laughs> pooped out an elephant, and <laughs> the elephant threw up. What did off the
0: elephant rope. do, Mark?
1: Did it, it throw up about
0: people? And they all
1: in a bathtub full of blood. And Here's that dog. Where
0: did it touch you? Where did the elephant touch you? With its dirty trunk.
1: <laughs> it hit me on the bum with rope.
0: <laughs> right, I'm taking that to the police as evidence.
1: Oh, no, that big elephant's going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a demonstration of like, what <laughs> going in there.
1: <laughs> that was, what was her name that you were impersonating there? Key dark. McFarlane. That was your flawless Key McFarland impersonation.
0: Here's my welding certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Weld me a story. <laughs> <laughs> Was there any welding, um, was there any and irons involved in this?
1: <laughs> I mean, she could just have through that in if she wanted to. Again, it wasn't even like tell me what happened. I think quite a lot of it was, was she right, her? Leslie. <laughs> so I've had we Julia in here, and she's told me that, <laughs> that we're trying to get put in jail, pushed her down the stairs, shot on her aunt, called her watch, <laughs> poured magma in her mouth. And slapped a baby. So what did she do when you were there? Eh?
0: Um. She, eh? <laughs> ah. <laughs> she painted my face with the blood of a goat. <laughs> and then she skinned a goat and made me wear it as a hat.
1: Well, that's exactly what I thought happened. Jail. Jail.
0: <laughs> and then she put me on her... She put me on her vacuum cleaner. We flew off. We flew away, and she We're took me larger. to a cave.
1: What happened in the cave?
0: She made me. She made me shave off all my hair, and then she eat flushed me
1: like down the toilet.
0: Yeah, she flushed me down the toilet in the cave. It made me one <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she flew me back on her vacuum cleaner, and she dumped me in a field somewhere. And I had to walk naked home yeah. with a stick up my butt. <laughs> 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 and she turned herself into a frog and she followed me all the way home to make sure I didn't run away. <laughs> Fifty years in jail.
1: <laughs> I feel like turning into a frog is as, as believable as they flew round about me.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, if these people are actual Satanists, right, and you sentence them to 100 years in prison, why didn't they just turn themselves into a frog and jump, jump out?
1: Hop on <laughs> out? Why? And, and you can shrink yourself down small enough to flush yourself down a toilet and you can, like, <laughs> rain your temples up out like of the ground. What are you staying in prison for?
0: Exactly. we're Satan getting you out of the prison system? Why is he not there to help you out? You not shagging enough people in prison. You know your sex rituals in the showers.
1: So, well, I feel like that brings us to what should be the final question, which is: If you were facing jail time, would you write your name in the devil's book in order to to avoid mm-hmm. deliciously?
0: Well, I would definitely follow Black Philip um, if he asked me if I wanted to live deliciously, because yeah, that looks like fun. Um, but I wouldn't sign oh, the devil in in the. Um, Sabrina, yeah, it's quite nice looking though, the devil in that. Mm -hmm. I have to admit. (laughs) So I would sign it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Plus it grants you immortality, so why not?
1: So basically, you are admitting that you are a Satanist and and must go to jail.
0: Oh no, don't don't grass me up, mister, please. I I I
1: deny it. I've got your confession on tape.
0: Oh no. I confess. I confess. Oh no! I retract it. I was I was under the influence.
1: Great, you can't retract it. It's not possible. Oh. Not tight
0: Oh well, that's the end of Crystal Myth podcasting. I'm away to the jail. Good night.
1: Bye <laughs> everyone. Bye.
0: Uh, no. What, what's the next topic?
1: Yeah, we should probably decide what we're doing next week before you go to jail.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, I'll need to do this podcast. The jail.
1: Mm-hmm. Satan might bring Yaz back, so we'll probably be able to do next week's episode. Yeah. Um, what, what What are you thinking? What should we chat about next week? I
0: don't know. What, what have we got on our wee list? What do you fancy? Mm-hmm.
1: I think this was quite a
0: fun topic. I it. Um, yeah. For the people that are, that poor bastard that's still in the jail, <laughs> imagine that, God's sake. He's doing a life sentence just because he was accused of being a Satanist. That's a shame. He's poor white. Oh, no, I can't get over that, honestly.
1: Come on, Oh, here it is. Right, let's see. So, things we've said that we would cover but haven't covered yet are the Lizard Royal Family. Oh,
0: let's do that.
1: You want to do (laughs) the Lizard Royal Family?
0: Yeah, like and Legends of the Royal Family and, and David Dyke and lizards and stuff, yeah. Like conspiracy theories about
1: that. Okay, so... Next week we will look at lizard people and whether or not the queen herself is a lizard. <laughs> Spoiler for next week. I think she's a lizard.
0: Alright, I'm off to the jail to go and lick Satan's asshole.
1: Lovely. And I'm off to flush myself flush down to the toilet.
0: <laughs> Fun times. So um alright then. Hill Satan and bye
1: Hail Satan <laughs> <laughs>